Hey guys, it's Ms. Hiblong, and we're going to be looking at chapter 6 of The Outsiders. There's a lot going on in this chapter, and, you know, I feel like The Outsiders, um, you know, the pacing is pretty great, but chapter 6, things just kind of go a little crazy. So, um, basically, I'm just going to kind of walk you through this, make sure you kind of understood the things that were happening um, in this chapter, and then, um, yeah, just kind of giving you some things to think about uh, as far as our character. So if I was reading this with you, these would be some of the high points that I would stop and we would maybe discuss, okay? Um, so without further ado, let's look at chapter six, okay? So we start off with that wonderful bombshell of uh, they have a spy, and her name is Cherry Valance, Okay. So some people are like, man, she's, she's a snitch. She, you know, she wasn't loyal, all this. But we knew that, like, even Ponyboy kind of in this chapter identifies what it was. That it wasn't Cherry the Soche who was helping them. It was Cherry the Dreamer. Cherry the one who watched sunsets and couldn't stand fights. But she's kind of decided to be their inside person of letting them know what's going on because she also I want to say this is probably because Cherry realizes that the socials do have a lot of the breaks part of it is because they have money and they have connections and so I think she's doing what she can do to help these guys out also you know there's the whole thing that oh I could secretly fall in love with Dallas Winston you know there's that there too but isn't it funny that she's still playing hard to get because you know Dally is sitting there with them telling them all this and um he turns around and talks about how like you know, she she must really hate me, and Ponyboy's just sitting there super petty and jealous, like, yeah, whatever, she's trying not to fall in love with you, but Dallas doesn't know that, you know, he even offers to, like, take her to the dingo, their little, you know, drive-in, and offers to get her a Coke, and she, you know, tells him where he can go, if you know what I mean, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, but anyway, so, um, so anyway, Dally's hanging out with them. You know, they're just kind of like talking. Dally's like, man, this place is, you know, super slow. Because remember, this is the country. And they're used to probably more than likely like Tulsa, Oklahoma. They're very used to some sort of, you know, city. This is not their wheelhouse. Even though, you know, I think it's kind of interesting that we have that back and forth with the city and country. You know, like they talk a lot about horses during this book but then also um you know that they're walking all of these places and there's lots to do and so pony boy and johnny you know this outing with dally is like the most exciting thing that's happened to them in a little bit because they've been in this one place just the two of them and you know gone with the wind is a huge book but i'm sure after a while that gets old they've played cards they've you know played poker and i'm sure that's also old you know, they were running out of things. They were sick of the food that they had. I mean, it was just a lot of stuff going on and just seeing the same place. Kind of reminds me of like if you've ever been grounded before and you've had to stay in your room for most of that time, like where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm sick of this. Like, I just want to paint the room, <laughs> paint my room a new color, like just a new s sense of scenery. And you know, now that we are kind of been snowed in, um, there is what this thing is called cabin fever where you're just ready to get out. And I have a feeling they were super ready to get out, um, with, um, to, or with, not two bit, sorry, with Dally. So, 
Um, so they're on this outing, you know, they're eating all those barbecue sandwiches and eating their, their hot fudge sundaes. And he tells them about Cherry. Then they're just chatting about how Dally found the place, you know, all of this. And then, um, I, I need to just quietly point out that Johnny was finishing up his fifth, fifth, mind you, like five, one, two, three, four, five barbecue sandwich uh that's that's a lot of barbecue sandwiches and you know teenage boys you know my brother growing up I was always like super shocked by how much he could eat but anyway so they were super hungry um and finally um Johnny just drops a bomb okay on all three of them even himself and says uh we're gonna go back and turn ourselves in and they're like, no, 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 And Johnny's just like, hey, man, I can't live this way. And you know what? I get that because I probably couldn't sit there. And he's like, I'm always going to be on the run. I can't live this way. And he said, you know, there's a good chance I could get off easy, you know. And, and he basically just says, hey, I've been thinking about this. You know, I don't, I don't have a record. Like, I've never been arrested for anything, you know. And it was self-defense. You know, I think, you know, Ponyboy could say it was self-defense. Cherry could say it was that. You know, probably 2-Bit. Um, and he's just like, I'm not going to live my life this way. And, you know, Dally kind of comes back at him and it's just like, no, like you should have told us a long time ago. He's like, I was too scared to do it, but you know, this is it, you know? And then there's a really sad part to me. And it's when Johnny, um, says something about his parents, like there's talking about, you know, they're talking about, Hey, you know, soda and dairy are probably worrying and he said you know I don't guess my parents are worried about me or anything and that was like you know people fish for compliments that was a fish for to see what Dally was going to tell him you know he's like oh I I don't think you know I I guess they're not worried about me and 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 they weren't I mean Dally said no the the gang the boys they're worried about you but like you know two bit when he when I said that y'all had gone to Texas to get you know, the, the cops and everybody off your scent, Tuba was ready to go to Texas to, you know, hunt for you. Um, and, but let's go back a few chapters. Remember that whole conversation about Johnny saying that having the love of the gang is not the same as having the love of his parents. And, and in my class, I know most kids were talking about like, that's absolutely true. Like, it's not the same type of love. Like, yes, you might get a lot of love from your family or not from your friends, you know, but it's just not the same type of love that you expect to get from your family. Um, anyway, and so that really hurt Johnny when he was like, no, they didn't ask about you. And, and, And we know that that's not shocking based on what we know about Johnny's parents. That's not shocking. And so, um, anyway, uh, so Pony was just kind of sitting there thinking about how lucky he is to have his brothers and all that. Um, and finally, uh, as they're driving back, they're driving back to the church, okay? So, whether that was to go get the rest of their stuff and leave or whether that was going to be, you know, Dally saying, no guys, you are staying here because you're not going to turn yourself in. Um, it doesn't really matter. So, you know, Dally's driving fast. He's mad at, at, at Johnny, um, for wanting to go back. And, uh, but here's the reason why we find out that Dally, it was really because he cared about Johnny. Dally, who doesn't seem like he cares about anybody, he starts saying, 
don't want you to get hardened in, in prison like I did. Like, I got hardened in prison. I am who I am because I've been in and out of jails. I've been in prison. You know, like, I have seen some stuff. I don't want this for you. Uh, I want you to to stay a good person. Like, that's what I want for you. And so we do see that Dally, who doesn't seem to care about anything, Dally really does care about Johnny. Okay? And finally, when they get there, um, they find out that the church is on fire. Like, okay, oh my gosh, church is on fire. They think back to themselves, oh goodness, we were smoking cigarettes, there's no telling. But here, in a weird, twisted fate, <laughs> there was that there was a, a group of kids there on a, like a field trip. And they were supposed to be sitting there, like, eating their lunch or whatever. But I'm like, what a horrible place. Like, hey, kids, here's this abandoned church. Not creepy. Um, let's pause here and eat our, you know, PB&Js. Uh, and also, we find out that they're, they're, they've had kids there. And there's, you know, they run in. They think, oh, goodness, this is our, this was our, our fault. They find an adult who's like a teacher. And he's like, eh, don't worry. This church isn't worth anything. You know, it's fine. But then they realize kids are missing and they can hear some kids like crying. So all of a sudden they start running towards the church. And I just think this was a really cool moment because Dally or sorry, excuse me, Johnny and Pony Boy are the most meek. They're not really ones that are going to fight or start a fight. And yes, I realize Johnny has killed someone. But I'm just saying, by and large, that has not been his nature. He's not a very aggressive person. And it's just like they, like, run into action. Like, they've done this every single day of their life. They run in. There's that little joke that there was a guy behind them that was the teacher guy that was with them. Um, and, and Pony Boy's like, hey, did he come in? He's like, no, he couldn't. Oh, you know, was he too scared? And they're like, no, he's, he's too fat. He couldn't get in. So they get in. These kids start uh, biting them. They find the kids in the back. They start trying to get them out. You know, Pony Boy picks one up, starts, uh, you know, starts biting them. This, it's not a good situation. Um, you know, there's smoke inhalation. I mean, you know, lots of stuff going on here. So, he kept thinking to himself, Pony Boy, why am I not scared? Why am I not, why am I, why am I just doing this? And we know this because it's adrenaline. When people get in that adrenaline, um, little mixture of shock going there, like people are way, are, are able to do things that they didn't think that they were ever able to do. And so um, they start like just getting kids out these windows Um and, and Pony was talking about how hot it is because he has, he still has Dally's leather jacket on. Um, and so finally, they're trying to, you know, Dally says, you've got to get out. They get the last kid out. And when Pony Boy comes out, he can hear Johnny screaming. But Dally, it said he, like, clubbed him off, uh, like, on, like, on his back. Clubbed him. Um, and we later find out it was because Pony Boy was on fire. And that jacket ends up saving his life, okay? Um, so, both Pony Boy and Johnny have been super surprising recently. You know, Johnny uh, has stood up. He stood up against Dally with the girls. Johnny obviously took out Bob the Soch. Um, and now, here we have 
the heroes, saving little kids from a fire, okay? Now, who is not putting himself in danger? Dally. And Dally's supposed to be this super, you know, not scared of anything. And, and, and it was either one or two things. Either deep down Dally was truly scared of this fire, which, okay, I get that. Or it was that Dally truly did not care about helping other people. And either one of those could actually be true. You know, probably more people would lean with the latter than the former. Um, but we know that Ponyboy and Johnny somehow encompassed both of those qualities. They were able to run and, and help these kids because they wanted to help them, but also they had the capacity to put themselves in danger for someone else. So anyway, um, Ponyboy, you know, he's like knocked out by Dally. <laughs> he comes up comes to and he hears the high-pitched sirens and he thinks he's going to jail like this has been their big fear and he's thinking oh no it's time we're go we're going and he actually finds out that he's in an ambulance and he's there with the guy Jerry the guy that was the um, school teacher or or bus driver whoever the guy that was working with the kids and um and he's basically just like chatting back and forth Pony boy's like, hey, where are they? Where are my friends? He's like, hey, and they're in, in an ambulance behind us. You know, are they okay? And this is where things get a little, you know, you know, awkward because he starts asking, well, who's who? And you find out that as far as he knows, he thinks that Dally's going to be okay. And, but that Johnny could have broken his back because he actually had to be pulled out because this, the, um, I didn't mention this before, but if you read, the ceiling actually collapsed, okay? So the ceiling collapsed, and Johnny, um, it collapsed on Johnny. So very good chance he has a broken back, okay? So they find out, you know, and even and Jerry finds out that Ponyboy's name is Ponyboy because they had to look at his ID card, and he's like, whoa, your name is Ponyboy, and you know, you know how much Ponyboy loves that, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um... There, when he was asking, like, "Hi, are we going? Are we going taken to the police uh, office or police station?" Sorry, um, Jerry's like, "Why would we do that? You guys are heroes. Like, you are heroes. Like, there's no way." And he's like, "Nah." So then Pony Boy actually starts telling him, like, "Yeah, like we're in trouble because of this." And Johnny killed a guy. And he's like, "Well." And after he told him this, so the story, even Jerry was like, "Listen, that sounds like you guys could get off." you know, for self-defense, like, it's what it sounds like, but, but Jerry really drives the point home that you three are the bravest kids I've seen in a long time, you know, first you guys go in and save the kids, and then that tough-looking kid, talking about Dallas, goes back in to save Johnny, you know, uh, we think you guys were sh sent straight from heaven, and he even says, are you just professional heroes or something, okay, and, and Ponyboy, I've already mentioned this in my class. Ponyboy suffers from from a lack of self-esteem, okay? You know, everything, when someone tries to give him a compliment, he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And here's, here's the thing, guys. You guys, if you're listening to this, one of the best things you can do is learn to accept a compliment. Learn to accept praise from other people, okay? Because more than likely, a person's not saying that falsely. They're probably telling you that you're great at something because you you really are great at that thing, okay? And so Ponyboy is constantly like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, oh, I guess I'm okay or whatever. Like, he needs to learn to say, 
okay, maybe, maybe not the whole, oh yes, I was sent from heaven, <laughs> but like saying, yeah, because I mean, that's a super heroic thing that he did, okay, um, anyway, um, so he even says, no, we're, we're not sent from heaven, we're not heroes, we're greasers, he says JDs, which if you didn't know that JD in this is talking about juvenile delinquents, you know, he goes on, you know, about, about all of this, um, and then finally, he's there, he's fine, you know, he got knocked out, but he's fine, he didn't suffer from anything, we found out that, that Dally's jacket saved him, but he's there, and Dally and Johnny are being brought in on stretchers, and Dally, he's got a pretty burnt arm, but Johnny's not doing super great, and he's unconscious, so he couldn't really talk to him, and then all of a sudden, you know, Jerry Wood, the guy that, from the school, he stays with Ponyboy the whole time, and, 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 you know, he's really just, they don't have anything else to do but wait. Ponyboy tells them the whole story about how they got to this, you know, it says from the, from when they met up with Dally to go to the movies and everything else, and again, he says, hey, I think you're, you know, you're okay, it's going to be self-defense. So anyway, um, Ponyboy's sitting there smoking a cigarette in a hospital, which, by the way, that used to be a thing. Like, you could smoke in hospitals, which is crazy to us now. And be like, no way. But I think it was even before I was born, um, you could smoke in a hospital. Like, people, there was actually smoking sections in hospitals, which is kind of crazy. Because, you know, we know that hospitals need to stay clean and free from germs and um, all that. But anyway, he's in there and he's like... Uh, Jerry's like, hey, man, you shouldn't be smoking in here because you're too young. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, by the way, hey, some people are here. They say they're your brothers. Okay, this is the moment. He left when Jerry slapped him. And then they they haven't seen each other. They have just been sitting there thinking that he's, you know, gone and, and you know, they don't know what's going on with him. Because remember, we don't have cell phones. We don't have any way for them to communicate and so soda of course he's gonna run to soda okay because soda's his favorite favorite brother oh my goodness and then of course they have to talk about his hair oh gosh your hair and then it says he sees Derry. and remember he had made up his mind Derry doesn't love me Derry doesn't care about me Derry doesn't you know none of this and um Derry is crying and he then goes on and listen we've talked about this in my class se hinge sure to write a lot of crying in this in this novel and don't get me wrong crying is a very natural thing i'm not like saying it's not i'm not saying that guys don't cry but he even says Derry didn't cry when our, at our parents funeral like he just kind of sat there stunned and now he's crying and he realized that every single time that Derry was being hard on him when he said Pony boy, where you been all this time? That really what Derry was meaning was like, you scared me. Like, please be careful because I don't know what I would do if something happened to you. Like, couldn't ha I couldn't stand it if something happened to you. That's what it was. And so, guys, it's kind of that whole idea of, you know, Derry had to morph into this parental figure from just being the, the older brother. And now he's having to be fearful as a parent. I'm saying like, hey, I'm worried about where you are because I don't know where you're at. And if I don't know where you're at, then I'm worried that something happened to you. It's not because I'm mad at you because you didn't show up. It's because I was so scared. And guys, I will be honest with you. Sometimes anger and fear when it comes to parents and people who are like an authority figure, they look like the same thing. And it's not the same thing, okay? And so then all of a sudden he kind of has this light bulb moment like, oh my gosh, Dally or Derry really cares about me he's he's not just this horrible thing person that I have made him out to be and so 
they kind of have this whole like makeup moment where they hug and they're both crying and he says hey I just was so scared that we lost you like we did mom and dad and it's this whole thing like that kind of have they bring this all back together um and he realized you know I'm okay and everything's going to be okay because I've I've had this time away from my brothers and it's kind of like when you're when you're bri- when you uh, like if you go to a camp or you go to something where you're away from uh, your family for a while, like sometimes coming back, it just g- gives you a greater appreciation. And so Ponyboy's time away from his brothers just gave him a greater appreciation, okay, for uh, for them and their role in his life. And um, he's just feeling, he's feeling better about this. So, um, so that's where we end with chapter six is they're at the hospital. So just to, to come back to this, we have Dally who's hurt, but he's, it's not really life threatening. We have Johnny who's unconscious, which that's not a really great thing. And now we have Ponyboy and his brothers and they're brought back together. So the gang is kind of brought back together in a way. Um, and we will just have to see what happens next.